Welcome back to the Mom DeLorean. I'm your host, Gina Marcello, here with my son, Scott. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Scott. As a reminder, Scott is my college-age son, and in this podcast and this very short series, we're going to review different episodes of Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2 with a specific emphasis on the women characters of the Mandalorian. Last episode, we were introduced to Cara Dune, and in this episode, which is episode number five, titled The Gunslinger, we are introduced to two fantastic female characters, Pelimato and Fennec Shand. So how do we start the episode, Scott? Where are we? So the episode starts with Mando, I think you just jump right into it, with into Mando being in a firefight with um what's to be assumed a bounty hunter trying to get him yeah there are obviously in space they're flying their spaceships <laughs> shooting at each other doing all the cool things um he eventually gets away um but his ship was badly damaged during the oh but before fight. that there's something very funny that happened so the, the bounty hunter's chasing him and they're in space and he says over the intercom, you know, ship to ship to Mando, I can bring you in warm or I can bring you in cold. Now we know that this is Mandalorian's line. Yeah. The, the other bounty hunter said that to Mando. Right. Yeah. And so Mando's like, that's my line. And then boom, blows boom. him up. <laughs> blows him in one shot. Yeah. yeah. But needless to say. His ships received a lot of damage, so he's got a ghost. He tries to reset the, the the ship like it's a computer. That didn't quite work so well. So he ends up flying his ship and lands on the planet of Tatooine, and goes to uh, we hear Mos Eisley Tower, saying you can land. So here we have his ship lands inside of what we come to find out is Peli Moto's garage, essentially. Yeah, more so a hangar. I wouldn't call it a garage. It's for ships. Well, she's a mechanic. It's a garage. Yeah, but it's, but it's a, it's, but it's it's a, a, it's a hangar. Star Wars version. It's a hangar. It's a hangar. It's a hangar, right. Okay. So, Pelimato, let's talk about her. What yes. do you think about her character? She's great. She's one of my favorite characters. So, explain her character to people that are not familiar with Mandalorian series. Crazy mechanic lady. At the start, this is like the first introduction to her. She's really just like, you could tell she's kind of looking out for herself more so than like, caring but, but she's she, there by herself she's there by herself with, with droids two, with three droids no more than that it has to be like oh, okay. six or seven well there's droids. the three pit droids that like are like her little lackeys and she's like got her hair all crazy it's very curly yeah very curly um and they go to she goes to work on this sh- on mando's ship and mando doesn't have any money at the oh he gives her what the remaining money he has 500 imperial, imperial credits. credits. Boy, if there's ever like a, what do you call that game show where they ask you these very specific questions? Jeopardy? Yeah, Jeopardy. For Mandalorian, I think I would do pretty well. Hopefully. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he gives her 500 uh, imperial credits and she's like, that's all? Because he also says to her, no droids. Yes, which makes it very much more difficult on her part because she's got to do it alone. Obviously being, living there alone with a bunch of droids. <laughs> And so she's an engineer. We have this mm-hmm. very um, eclectic female character who is living in a hangar on Tatooine. With... Well, we don't know if she lives in the hangar. Well, she does. She falls asleep in the office. Like, she's there all the time. Yeah. We don't. We never see her home, so I'm going to assume she lives there. 
and uh, she's an engineer, clearly. She's mm-hmm. an excellent mechanic, clearly. She does a once-over to the ship, and she goes, hmm, you've got a lot of carbon buildup over here, and you've got a gas leak. Like, I really, her character. Oh, yeah, and she immediately knew that he was in a gunfight because of it. So, <laughs> showing her experience. Yeah, it shows her experience. So, he hands her the 500 Imperial credits, and uh, he goes off into the town to find work. Yes. And um, while he's gone, we see her, I guess she's, what is she doing? She's talking. She's just, she's just talking to the pit droids, trying to figure out what to do. And then she hears rustling coming from the ship. And she goes, whoa, whoa, stop it. And then we see. Grogu, baby Yoda. This little baby Yoda bottling out. out down the ramp of the, of the, of the, um. The Razor Crest. Thank you. And she goes, oh, what do we have here? And she picks up baby Yoda and she's cooing at him and speaking to him in very soft tones. And she's like, are you hungry, little thing? And the droids are speaking to her in droid. We don't know what they're saying. But she's yelling at the droids saying, I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Go get it some food. And then she goes, I don't know, something with bones. That always... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that line made me laugh. So clearly she's very um, nurturing to Grogu. But she also says, oh, I can probably charge him extra for the babysitting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so she's also invested in yes. for her own self-interest in taking care of baby Yoda. All right. So then we, you know, we, this is, this, this scene goes back and forth and then Mando's walks into a bar. So he leaves the hangar, yes. walks into a bar. I guess he says to the Star Wars equivalent of a bartender, I'm a bounty hunter and I'm looking for work. Yes. Or actually, he says, I'm a hunter and I'm looking for yeah, work. Yeah, it's the same thing. They know you mean bounty hunter. Well, then what is the... Do you remember what the bartender yes, says they to said him? there's no more guild on Tatooine or Mos Eisley. I don't remember if it was Tatooine or Mos Eisley. Mos Eisley. Okay. Mos Eisley. They were most Mos Eisley. Yeah, well, Mos Eisley's in Tatooine. The ta- Tatooine's yes. the planet. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. which one. The town of Mos Eisley. Yeah. Um, and he said, there's no more guild here. And then Mando, I think he says, oh, I don't need guild work. I just need work. Right. And of which then he's overheard by a patron of Mm -hmm. the bar, which is a guy we come to know as Toro Calican. Yes. So Toro Calican says to him. um, Calls him over. Just like telling, I believe he tells off the droid like, oh, you don't know that there's no guild here still because then he pulls out a, a puck. A, and, the, show, and the, what's the significance of a puck for people uh, that don't know? It's, it's, it shows that like you're with the guild because the puck has the bounty on it. And you only usually get those from the guild. Right. And it, it, it shoots up this like 3D like rendition, a hologram. a hologram. Thank you. <laughs> of your bounty. And meaning the person that you're after. Yes. Yeah. Person or thing. Who knows what oh, it could be. Oh, that's true. It could be an alien species. A, we don't know. And then you get a tracking fob. And then you get a tracking fob. So so he shows, he shows her. Okay. So... Toro shows Mandalorian the puck. Yes. And it shows Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand, our yes. next character. Now, what do we know about Fennec Shand? She is, from the first words that Mandalorian says about her, she's an elite assassin that used to work for top crime syndicates. So which he, is. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. So Fennec Shand is an elite mercenary. She made her name killing for all of the top crime syndicates, including the Huts. Yes. So the Huts are the biggest, especially on Tatooine, they're like the biggest crime family. It's like 
they're like the mob. Yeah, they're like <laughs> they're the, the, yeah. The huts are like the equivalent of like the mob on Tatooine. Yes. So if we were to consider this to be a space western, yes. these are the bad guys with the black hats. Well, bad guys are subjective, but the, oh, yes, 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 they are very good. Um, and so basically, Mando says to him, uh, "If you go after her, you're not going to make it past sunrise." And yes. he's like, "No, thanks." And he's going to walk away, even though he needs the money. There's no chance he wants to go after Fennec Shand. Well, because he's figuring that they're going to split the money at that point. Right. Not worth it. Not worth it to him. And then and then Toro goes, wait, 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 wait. What does he say? He says, wait, you can have all the money. Oh, all I the just, money. I just need to claim the bounty to get into the guild because he's not even in the guild yet. He's not in the guild. So this, he, for his very first job, now, now, now if you're listening to this, this, I do not recommend this as a career objective. Your very first um, project that you get on is like the hardest project ever possible. I do believe that the guild does do that on purpose though. From what I've heard, I, I could be wrong. You heard through the grapevine? Through, through, through the grapevine. Through the streets of that, town? That um they do give like the starting um bounty hunters harder things to like get accepted into the guild. Right. It's like their initiation. It's like an initiation. Yeah, yes, it's correct. sort of like pledging. Oh, Comparable. It's like pledging to the guild. Yes. To become a bounty hunter. Yes. We don't have to talk about that. Okay, so <laughs> Mando's like, well, I guess on second thought, I will go with you since you're giving me all of the money. And uh, he doesn't, you know, care to take the uh, the reward for bringing in Fennec Shan. So he says, all right, well, we need two, um, what are they called? Riders? Motorcycles. What are they called? The speeders? Yes, he needs two speeders. Thank you. Oh, my God, my brain. They need two speeders and uh, to meet him outside of the hangar. Yes. So he, he shows. Not the garage. Not the. I'm sorry. Probably people that are that are hardcore fans are not going to be very happy with me. I apologize in advance. I'm trying to make this accessible to all, including moms. Hence the mom DeLorean, and not all moms understand the history. It's just a hangar versus a garage. A hangar has planes. A garage has cars. A garage would ca- would have the speeders in it. Well, the reason why I said it was a garage well, is because too late she's now. It's too fixing late now. things and she's a mechanic. You could do that in a hangar. She even calls it a hangar. Okay, okay. I digress. Continue. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Okay. So uh, uh, let's see. So what happens then? So they, they come back. Uh, when Mando comes back, she to the hangar after making this arrangement with Toro, Pelly is holding baby yoda yes correct and he comes in and he's like really mad that she has yeah oh of course and he like kind of storms in and she's like you woke it up you you have an awful lot to learn about raising a young one so she's like schooling him on like listen you are not a great parent here you're not feeding your kid you're leaving it alone you're waking it up you know she's like oh it took me forever to get it to sleep so, um, but clearly she's very fond yes. of Baby Yoda. So Mando feels comfortable leaving Baby Yoda with her mm-hmm. so he can go take off on this adventure and find Fennec Shand. Yes. Now what happens was when he, they get there, Peli follows Mando outside carrying Baby Grogu. So Toro sees, sees yeah. 
this creature in her arms doesn't know what it is, and we find out later that that's going to be significant. Oh, also something important mm-hmm. is when they're establishing that he has the tracking fob. Mm-hmm. As soon as Mandalorian goes, oh, give me the tracking fob, I'll meet you there. He smashes it against the wall, and he's like, I memorized where she significant. is. Significant. I don't like Toro. Oh, I don't like Toro either. But well, it's, he ends well, up dead at the end anyway. Oh, well, that's spoiler alert. Spoilers, but um, <laughs> we think he's dead. He might not be dead. But also, it is the only thing he can do in this situation because if he were to give Mandalorian the tracking fob, what kind of position would be he'd be in? Toro's just dead weight, and I think Mandalorian even knows that. He's honestly doing this guy a favor. Yeah, Toro's very arrogant. If we're going to talk about Toro, he's very arrogant, but we don't really know why. And he is acting like he's holding all the cards, but he really, all he has is this bounty. This puck, yeah. He knows he, they, they have to get Fennec, find Fennec Shand, but he doesn't really know. I mean, he doesn't really know what he's doing, although we're not analyzing Toro, no. but right. He doesn't yeah, seem he like doesn't he really know knows he's, he's so naive. And so they, they head off into the Dune Sea. The yes. Dune Sea is not a sea. Well, it's the Dune Sea. There's, it's a sea of dunes. You know what a dune is? I know what it okay. is. Okay. It's a sea of dunes. But it could be misleading. You think Dune Sea, you think no. sea. No, I don't. I think a sea of dunes. If you were to say the gravel sea, would you think a, a real sea or a sea that has a bunch of gravel in it? Like, I think it's pretty <laughs> self-explanatory. So they head off to the to the Dune Sea, through the Dune Sea, which is a vast desert. On the speeder bikes. And they come up over a dune and they see a bantha, which is an animal. Yes. Uh, that we know typically are associated with Tuscan Raiders. Correct. And the Tuscan Raiders, uh, it, so like Taro's like, oh, those Tuscan Raiders. Yes. Like he's talking really badly about them. Because they are in like in Star Wars, like how would I say this? Like society. Normal society, they are regarded as savages because they are known to like, they're like barbarians in the Star Wars. World. I actually like the I know, and that's the Tuscan Raiders. Well, Mandalorian knows they're much more than just barbarians, which is what happens. Like, there's more than the savages that they're. You're right. So the good and evil is yes. very. Mm, yes, exactly. Gray. And in in an episode four, we are led to believe in episode four and the star prior wars. episode no no episode oh, the four movies. of the movies mm-hmm. like in star wars there are tuscan raiders and they are um they do shoot at luke and they are portrayed to be savages so up to our knowledge until now they have been i mean i know we're not there yet but i think i developed a real mm, i don't know liking for the tuscan raiders because of the book of boba fett i did as well i think that was the point of the book of boba yeah fett. It was i very, agree well it, one of the points of the boba well yeah. i'm saying it was like we're jumping ahead of ourselves oh, yes we are it's okay <laughs> yeah but anyway so clearly Toro doesn't understand the Tuscan Raiders, but then Mando says to him, well, why don't you tell them yourself? Because there are two Tuscan Raiders standing behind them. And Mando starts speaking to them in sign language, signing to them in yes. Tuscan. In Tuscan. And uh, basically says, listen, we want to pass. And they, he has to barter with them, and he hands him these brand new binoculars. Binoculars from Toro. And then off they go. Obviously, Toro wasn't up happy about that, but <laughs> it is what it is. He goes, hey, they were new. And yeah. Mando goes, they were. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. So um, they're, they're – oh, I know then it was. Okay, so they keep – they keep traveling, and they see another animal, a dewback. Yes. And a dewback is like a giant. I don't. It's almost like I don't want to say an lizard, elephant, but lizard. it's very, very big large. lizard. 
A, bi- a lizard? It's definitely a lizard. It's a big lizard. I don't think it's a lizard. I think so. I think they're called... Really? Yeah, I think so. Let me, let me pull up a phone. All right. Well, there's a, well, you're going to look that up on your phone. There's a, there's a big dewback, and there is a rider attached to the dewback. So they're not sure. Is that Fennec Shand? You want to talk about a big lizard? That is, that is just a lizard. That's, that's right, just a big fair lizard. Fair enough. It's a lizard. All right. The dewbacks are gigantic lizards. Maybe a di- like a dinosaur type. Yes. Like a quadrupedal, which means they walk on four legs dinosaur type that usually has like one rider on it it's normally not meant to carry like a bantha could have a couple riders on it right it's much bigger yes dewback's more comparable to like a camel in tatooine well that's why i was saying like an elephant it's like a camel but it's no, really but you, not an elephant you could have multiple people on yeah that's true like, it's more like a camel yeah i do back a single rider yeah. so anyway so the, the the raider not the raider the body is laying down on the side so they have to decide like who's going to go look at it. Now remember, Mandalorian has on Beskar armor, yes. so he runs out to take a look. Well, I don't even think that Toro would have ever gone to look, even if Mandalorian didn't have Beskar armor on. <laughs> He's not the type to go out and be like, "Oh, I'll go look at the butt." Yeah, that body. no, he he really isn't. Not a good character. He's really a kind of weak. Yeah, not. Well, I think we're meant to not like him. That's the point. Well, I'm that. sure they did a good job with that because they don't really like him. I mean, as a character, I have no idea as a person. Like, please. I don't know. I don't want to act. We're yeah, talking. We're characters. talking about character. We're not, not talking, talking about actor. Correct. Correct. So he runs over, and while he's running there to check out to see, he does see that it's not Fennec. But while he's standing over on the other side of the dune, and Toro's hiding behind the dune, um, he starts. He's being shot at. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. What happened once? He realizes it's a bounty hunter, and then, oh, boom! The, the tracking fob goes off. Yeah. The tracking fob starts going crazy, and then boom. He gets shot and laid out like it right. was. That was it. I think he gets shot at once, and then he gets hit, and then has to run back. And good thing he got hit in the best guard because he would have died. Because he, died. he says it's an MK modified rifle, yes. and that the only it had to be Fennec Shand. It had to be Fennec Shand. It was a high powered rifle, and only reason he survived, even with best car, was because it was at such a far distance. I believe. He said. Yeah. So such. A, so she's an assassin and a sharpshooter. Yes. Very very. Uh, I mean, one of the best, I guess you could argue in this theory, in this theory. So she's especially thus far. Yeah, not far. So she has the high ground. She's up the side of a mountain, and they have to figure out like what are they going to do to get her. So Mando says to Toro, "Okay, we're going to wait till nightfall." He's like, "I'm going to go take a nap. You stay watch." <laughs> That's and basically then what he says. He goes taking. He takes a nap, and then it's nighttime. Wakes up. And Mandalorian has a plan, but they're but but, but but mind you, they are napping outside. Oh yes, they're napping. They're, they're not. No, no, no. He's you know, sleeping this is on the, the back desert. of the desert. Yes. He has the. I think he's, he's leaning sleep, against. He's leaning against the speeder, I believe. He's leaning against the speeder, and we can't tell if he's asleep or not because he's in full armor. Yeah, you can't see his face still. And uh, so then Toro starts. Oh yeah, starts like, so Toro like says, "Hey, Mando, wake up! It's nighttime. What do you want to do?" And then. Mendo doesn't respond. Mendo doesn't respond. We don't know if he's sleeping. We don't or know not. if he's he sleeping. He doesn't move. He's he doesn't just move. Let, you know, he's just laying there, like leaning he up looks like the, he's sleeping. He does, looks like he's it sleeping. It does look like he's sleeping. And then, like he starts like playing around. He starts like aiming the gun. He's like, "Oh, give me all your armor. Give me your money." Like, yeah. He's just like joking around. Yeah. And then I forget what was the quip that Mando said. I think Mando goes, "Are you done yet?" Yeah. It was so great. It was funny. That was very funny. So uh, they're they're ready to go uh, after Fennec. Mm-hmm. And like, how are they going to do this? Because she has the high ground. She clearly has a, as, I guess, as you would say, a scope. She can see. She has a very good rifle. Yes. Yes, an she's excellent. A good and she's an excellent shooter. So I don't really think she misses. I mean, Amanda would have been dead with yes. that one shot. So 
he says, all right, listen, I have these flash charges. And as we ride, we're going to, I'm going to, he hands one to Toro and says, you know, you have to hit it. And then that will disorient her in her skull. It's the equivalent of like a flare gun. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Okay. And the, yep, the equi- I, uh, thank you. A multi-charge flare gun. A multi-charge flare gun. So they get on their speeders. They're riding toward Fennec. And as they're riding, she realizes they're riding. She hears them. She starts shooting at them. But what they start doing is taking turns with the flash charge. So Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, boom, a bright light. She has to move away from her rifle. And they manage to get close enough. But as they're getting closer, she does get the shot on the speeder bike that Mando's on. And he goes flying. Yes. So Toro makes it. Mando's like all kind of uh, out of it, laying in the in the sand. Mm-hmm. And next thing we know, Toro and Fennec get into a scuffle. You call them stuff scuffles. These are major fights. Like it's a scuffle. They're in a scuffle. They're in like a little it's bigger than a scuffle. Well, no, but I think a fight because like they're not really using blasters. A scuffle is like they're hands on. They're like wrestling. Uh, but, but it's very clear how much Fennec Shand outclasses Toro. Oh, like it's I very mean, it's very evident that he is getting explain. Well, she just like she's beating the bejesus out yes. of him. I mean, she would have definitely mm-hmm. yeah killed him. Want, she would have. She would have. And when she's about to, yes, Mandalorian comes over with his gun, aims at Fennec, is like, "All right, you're gonna stop now," or something like that. some something along that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they 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 have they've got Fennec, mm-hmm. and uh, they tie. Mandalorian makes makes her put. The cuffs on herself, throws the cuffs at her, so she's cuffed up. Um, and then they start walking down. I believe it's morning at this point. I believe it, throughout the whole fight sequence, I it think did. it's dark. But in the, I guess in the morning they decide th- when they right they must fall asleep at they, some I point. I think they fall. I think I don't think they fall asleep. I think that they take turns, Mandalorian and Toro, Toro, and they fall asleep and they're waiting for it to be morning. I'm assuming. Right, so they can travel back across yeah. the Dune Sea, which yes. is not a sea; it's a well, it's, Full it's, of dunes. Yeah, it's still a sea. Sand. It's a sea of dunes. It's a sea of sand. Okay. Seems so lonely. Okay. Um, and then they realize that they only have one speeder. Right. So this obviously is a problem because they can't fit three people on a speeder no, unless and- they're gonna drag. Fennec well, back is what Mandalorian Well, that's says. What, yeah, because she goes, oh, what are you gonna do now? Which, uh, you know, yeah, so very condescending. She does. I mean, this. I think like. For my purposes, this whole scene, right, with Fennec really reveals a whole lot about, I yes. think, her personality. So she's very flippant. Flippant? Flippant. Can I get a definition on that? Um, Like, don't tell me what to do. Like, like uh, um, what's a good word? Not adversarial. Isn't I think adversarial right? is the right All word. All right. I so she's very adversarial. Right. But listen, I mean, they're holding her hostage. Yeah. You know, and clearly when they get their hands on her they're probably going to kill her yeah, of so i you can't so she's got to think of any way to get out of there like right she's got it she's cunning i would say fennec is cunning yes I'd and sarcastic cunning. yes right so she's cunning she's sarcastic I, those are the words i would use to describe yes. fennec shand okay so they have to figure out what they're going to do because they can't get all three of them back with one speeder bike mm-hmm. unless they drag fennec 
and even if that's the case, like Mando and Toro on one speeder bike is not going to work. Yeah, I mean, it so, would, but like it's going to be a tight fit for them. Right. And they have to go slow because yeah. how fast can you go when somebody's walking or dragging? Oh, them? no, they would just they would just kill her and drag her. They, were, they I, don't they can't kill her. I think they can. I No, they can't. They need her sure? back. Yeah, they they, they she's oh, not. Okay. No, she's got to be brought back well, alive. That was part of the bounty. I don't know if you remember, but they get a lot more money if she's alive normally. Yeah, but they didn't. I mean, I don't. I don't remember. I it don't would either. it would make sense. I, I to think kill that her. she had. And I think especially she, at that well, they point, they would have. They would have. No, because you get like they pay? get like a half pay doc. I'm pretty sure. Like they get like half their pay taken off. Yeah, I know from an early from early. Well, okay. I think that's so, how it normally is. I'm gonna have to go back and rewatch All this right. now. We'll okay, so you know you're right, and if they bring them in warm or cold, mm. okay. So Mando, they have to. They say, all right, well. I, who's I don't know who said it. I think Mando did. I think Mando we need thought the do back. They has to go get the do back. You have to get the do back. Somebody's got to ride the do back. So of course Toro's like, well, I'm not going to leave you here with my yeah, with my bounty. With my bounty, you know, no way. And the speeder bike. What am I stupid? So Mando's like, all right, fine, I'll go. So he goes to get the do back mm-hmm. and bring it back to where they are. Yes. And while he's gone, Fennec, very craftily. Starts manipulating Toro. Psychologically manipulating yes, him. Like, realizing. actually, it's really fascinating. Like, I love this piece. Go ahead. What I think she say? realizes how easily manipulated he is. Well, he's like, all he, ego. He re- I think she realizes how naive and stupid he's, he is. It, well, he's all driven by ego. He yes. wants to be like the big guy. He mm. wants people to like him. He wants yeah. to be accepted. And he's just easy prey for Fennec, who's quite sophisticated in psychological warfare let's say in addition to being an incredible assassin so do you remember what um like how she manipulates him um i, I remember that she used the word manipulate well, i don't like that's that that's definitely word. what she's doing i don't you, like that word i don't think there's an option to say i don't think it's a bad thing she has to manipulate him in this situation she's, she's gotta get die, out of it or she's gonna die okay like there's no way out of it for her um so she starts saying like oh you know how much a mandalorian's worth he's worth more than his armor itself is worth more than the bounty you have right now. Exactly. On me. And then I think at first she tries to offer him like, oh, double whatever they're paying because you. Because she still has a job that she wants to get done. She said, listen, if you come with me, I can still finish this job. I'll split it with you. Yes. I'll pay you. I'll give you more than what the bounty Which obviously is. obviously I don't think would have happened if he let her. He, if he, if he uh, uncuffed clearly her. Clearly she would have. just shot him. Of course. Like she's too way too cunning for that. But yes. she seemed very convincing. Yes, I was convinced. I would have believed her. I wouldn't have believed her. You but would, I would have been convinced. You would have been convinced. Okay. So she's so so she's trying to first she tries to put pressure on him and persuade him um, to helping her first with money though she first the first thing she offers him money so the money doesn't work he goes i don't care about the money it's not about the money it's about the recognition and then she changes her tactic and and she realizes right very cunning very smart she realizes well what does she realize she realizes that um, if he were to bring the Mandalorian in, he has a very big um, bounty on his head right now. Right. Him and the asset, the child, the right. baby Groda, Grogu, whatever you want to call him. Um, and if he were to bring them in, he would instantly get the recognition, that and more from bringing her in. Right. And he's like, oh. And he doesn't realize that. And he, I think he, he'd be like a clicks. hero. Doesn't she say yeah, to him, you'd be a hero? hero. Yes, it's they, she appeals to his ego. Yes. So then what happens? Um, I think he comes. Does Mandalorian come back right now? 
No. No. So he decides. He decides. He's ah. Uh, he 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 shoots Fennec. Oh, that's oh, that's when that happens. Okay, yeah. Yeah. He shoots so her, he shoots, leaves her to die. He leaves her to die. Well, and I mean, in fairness, we don't really know what happens to Fennec yeah, Shand. Well, we do, but well, not. We'll, until, we'll get into it at the end of the episode right. when we see. So that. he shoots Fennec Shand. Takes off on the speeder. We don't know how much time passes. Not that much, I imagine. Yeah. Mandalorian shows up on the dewback and sees Fennec. She he sees her laying, I guess, on her side facing a dune, and he sighs because he knows, oh man, yeah. like she's dead. He doesn't. But I was kind of surprised. Like he doesn't bother to check on her. Nothing. No. He just leaves her for dead. So he turns uh, on the dewback, and the next thing we know, he's going through the night, walking through the dune desert. Shows back up at the hangar. When he gets into the hangar, what do we find? Um, we find that Toro is holding Baby Yoda hostage. Baby Yoda and uh, Pelly. Pelly. But obviously Mandalorian doesn't care about Pelly that much. She cares way more about Baby Yoda. I don't know. I think he's kind of fond of her at I this point. I think it's more so Baby Yoda. I, think. I agree. Agree, I think. agree. Okay. But anyway, um, you know, another scuffle breaks out. He's like trying to negotiate with him like, what's going on? Like, what do you want? And eventually he just shoots him, I believe. I don't remember what the What happened was he has, he goes, you know, put your blaster down. Mando puts it down. He goes, put your hands up. So Mando puts his arms above his head and he, Toro has Peli go behind him to cuff him. But in Mando's hand, he has one of those um, pulse. Oh yeah, the pulse thing. Yes. um, The flare guns. And so you hear Peli whisper, you're smarter than you look. She's So then he hits the thing while, uh, and it, 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 it disorients, disorients him, and he shoots him. Toro. Toro falls to the ground. Baby Grogu runs. We don't, we, we don't know where Baby Grogu is. There's a little bit of a confusion. We find Baby Grogu hiding. Pelly picks him up and goes, oh, that was a loud sound. You poor thing. Are you okay? Like very, yeah. you know, coo- you know, very motherly, mer- yeah. motherly cooing to him. Yes. And, um. Even though we can't see expressions on Mando's face, it's kind of like he looks at her like, oh, you do really care. Yes. And she says to him, well, I guess you're not, you didn't get, you're not going to be able to pay me, huh? And at that moment, she was, I kind of felt like she was going to let, she felt. 100%. I think she would have let him he, go. She would have let him go. Yes. She was like being so like loving that's towards not Mando. That's how Mandalorian is. He's, you know, he's a good person. You know, he means, he does what's right. He means well. Well, right is right to he him. He does what he thinks is right. Right. He does what he thinks is right. And yeah. yes. So, but it's, it's such so odd because he's killing people. But okay. So. But he's killing bad people. But that doesn't make killing people right. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess in this context, but. Like bat, like in Batman, when they say, if you kill a killer, the number of killers stay the same. So by that logic. If you kill a killer, the number of killers. Oh, Oh, yeah. You've never heard that? No. Okay. Wow. All right. So that's our next series. No, just kidding. Um, So he then hands her a whole bunch of money. Yes. We were debating... We, I think that he just got it off the bounty hunter. I think so, too. That was hanging off of the uh, do-back. And then that's it. The episode ends. But before we end this conversation, I want to go back to Fennec Shand. Well, no. The episode doesn't end there. The episode ends with us cutting to Fennec Shan's body on the ground. Correct. To be You're assumed right. dead. Correct, correct, And then correct. we see two footsteps, boom, boom, walking up okay. to her to assume that she will come back. I think they're Boba Fett's feet. I do, after thinking about it, they are definitely Boba Fett's. You but, told but, me you didn't think it was Boba Fett. because I forgot that he didn't have his armor yet, and I thought that he was in armor during that. But he definitely is not. Yeah. Because it, at this de- point in The Mandalorian, 
Boba Fett does not have his armor. Cobb Vanth has his armor. Correct. Which is why I was confused. Which is that we did Cobb we Vanth, get... you get yeah Mandal. So what happens is Mandalorian meets Cobb Vanth. Yes. Who bought his armor? Is from that the, the next episode? I don't know. If it, it could be. I think it's a couple episodes. Yeah. Um, no, no, correct, correct. And he wins it back. And he wins it back, whatever. We'll get right, there. Right, but, but Boba Fett doesn't have his armor. Yeah, because the Jawa stripped but him I'm, from it. I'm but I forgot that they... I'm almost 100% positive it is, that it's it Boba, is Fett Boba Fett getting Fett. Fett. It is Boba Fett. I mean, I'm not you learn you. later, you learn later that it is. Yes, it definitely is. Okay, yeah. so... I mean, we, and I remember even watching it for the first time, oh, I was debating if it actually was Boba Fett, because everyone was like, it's got to be Boba Fett. Like, right. everyone was thinking that, because who else is on Tatooine and is going to... Right. Save and save other. Fennec Shan. Yes. Right. Exactly. So the assassin. Right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're right. Correct. Mm-hmm. It is. Uh, that's how it ends. Yes. That's how and it then ends. we don't see Fennec Shand for many, 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 many more episodes. How many more? I don't know. It's not until until later in season two, we don't see her again. When is it? When he comes back to help? Is that when it is? Uh, I don't remember exactly. I think it's when Boba Fett comes back to help and they're doing that whole base thing. Yes, exactly. Actually, is. you know when it is? It's when, it, when we're jumping ahead, but it's when Mando takes baby, takes Grogu, because at this point we're later in season two, we know that Baby Yoda's name is Grogu and brings him to the Seeing Stone so yes. that he can reach out through the Force yes, to see if that. one of the other Jedi will find him. That's when we see Fennec Shand again yes. and Boba Fett. Yep. Because Boba Fett's come to re- get his armor. Yes. So I'm. We're going. We'll get there. We're not quite there yet. So it's quite a while before we see her again. Um, but again, very significant towards the end of season two, Fennec Shan, uh, Fennec Shan's uh, character. Yes. So that's what we've got. We have. Do, do you? I have a question Go for ahead. you. Do you like Fennec Shan more or Cara Dune more? Oh. I have an answer. Go ahead. What is? You, well, you're going to ask me and answer the question. Well, I, I have my answer. What is your answer? I think Fennec Shan's cooler. Why is Fennec Shan cooler? I just think she does the whole, um, like, cool person thing a lot better. How, how so? I think that Cara Dune's much more brutish, and that's less of a character that I would like. I think, like, you know what I mean by that? No. More, like, more... Um, muscly more masculine she's more yeah i guess you could say masculine but i'm thinking more like muscly meat-headed because mandalorian's masculine but he's not muscle-headed or like meat-headed meat-headed yeah okay but but cara dune definitely is but okay so this is a very interesting like what is it muscle like what see i don't i don't do not do not know what i mean by that i do know what you mean like but i couldn't explain it in other words which is I, I, I don't know. I understand what you're saying. I don't know what you would call that. That's an interesting observation. But I do definitely think Cara Dune's cool. Do not get me wrong. No, no, I'm not. I Listen, I, I did say last episode that I thought Cara Dune might be the most well-rounded female well, that's, character. That's, I'm asking which one is your personal favorite. Um, I don't know. At this point, I really like Fennec Shand. Oh, but, yeah, but, but, but here's the thing with the characters in Mandalorian. And this is a fact. This is not an opinion. Cara Dune is in the most number of episodes in the Mandalorian seasons one and two. So is that we, true? yes, I she's, she's only in, in seven. One, no, she's in season two. Is she? Yes, multiple that, oh, times. Okay. So Cara Dune's character, I Has think, more time to develop. Correct. 
But we do see and Fennec. We, I, may, I, I mean, in here, we only see Fennec Shand I would for say, what well, total on screen? Well, 10 minutes, But maybe? she's in the entire Boba Fett series, so that's what's well, lending to Well, we're not looking at Boba Fett, though, but you're right. But that's why I like Fennec Shand's character more. Because of Boba Fett. Yes. But you didn't, but we're assuming we haven't watched Boba, Boba that's, Fett. That's, well, But you're saying, saying in the universe. In the universe. Well, okay, fine. Based on the episodes we've seen so far, I still think that Fennec Now you're complicating cooler. my argument I'm from my paper. It. You are, but I think, yes, you are. But you're right. You're right. Well, I think that Fennec Shand's cooler. You think Fennec Shand is cooler I at this current point well Cara Dune's not a rounded character yet Cara Dune has not had her whole she has a little but, bit but, but we see but we see Cara being both soft sided acting with agency here's the thing with Fennec Shand in the Mandalorian yeah, she this, doesn't do much she's just does an assassin she, she's an assassin that's all like, she does right. well, that's, well, that's why she's at cool at this point but I'm not saying I was that, saying personal favorites I was not saying well rounded character well, I definitely looking, think okay. I don't even think it's debatable that Fennec Shan's not rounded at all. She's she not is what yet. she is and she does it really well. Not not yet. Well, she's until not. later. So, yeah, but. but 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 that's what so like I'm trying to look at it through a lens of, you know, for my paper, I'm looking at it through the lens of a feminist ethic. So there's the ethics of care and then there's the ethics of responsibility and there is the issue of whether or not these characters are given agency in their ability to make decisions that are um in their that where they can develop their voice that are like in their own best interest or are they acting out of some social construct of the universe that requires them to be behave and do a certain thing like they're a prescribed role whether that be assassin or that be you know mandalorian leader whatever it might be so and i think it speaks to the larger uh popular culture that we find ourselves in, like the larger world. What does it mean to be a woman? Because these women, let me just add here, these women of the Mandalorian, if we are to consider the Mandalorian to be a space Western, and we look at the tropes that are available of women mm. in Westerns, the not women, the, well, they're not, the tropes of the, the traditional Westerns of women are not what we see in the Mandalorian yes, correct. at all. So there is a huge evolution of female representation in what we would consider to be these shootout westerns. So it's different, but what does it look like? So you, you know, to your to your to your point, Fennec Shand is a top contender for hmm, what is to be next and what is possible. You might be right. She's she cool. she I might like be more well-rounded, but we don't, I don't won't that's know what that. I'm saying is I don't but think she is. we won't know that until after Book of Boba Fett. I don't Fett. think she's more well-rounded. I was just saying personal favorite right now. Personal because favorite. Because she's cool. <laughs> I went too deep with that, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> that's what I was asking is your personal favorite. But it's okay. <laughs> it's okay, Mom. Reel it back. Reel it back. No, of course. Um, yeah. All right. Good. I, I like that. I like yes. that you like Fennec Shandon. Thank you for even asking. Of course. All right. Well, that's a wrap on The Mom DeLorean and our review of Episode 5, Season 1, The Gunslinger. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back oh, next time. Goodbye. Oh, look. The suns are coming up. Quiet. Look, there's still time to make my rendezvous in Mos Aspa. Take me to it, and I can pay you double the price on my head. I don't care about the money. Oh, so the Mandalorian keeps all the money for himself. Only because I let him. <laughs> Doesn't seem that way. I mean, it seems like he's calling all the shots. Shows me you know. I hired Mando. This is my job. Bringing you in will make me a full member of the Bounty Hunter's Guild. 
You already have something the guild values far more than me. You just don't see it. What? The Mandalorian. His armor alone's worth more than my bounty. I already told you, I don't care about the money. Then think what it would do for your reputation. A Mandalorian shot up the guild on Navarro. Took some high-value target and went rogue. That Mandalorian? Like I said, you don't see many. You bring the guild that traitor, and they'll welcome you with open arms. Your name will be legendary. How can we be sure he's the one? Where it is, he still has the target with him. Some say it's a child. Look, if you're afraid to take him on, fear not. I can help you with that. Take some advice, kid. You want to be a bounty hunter? Make the best deal for yourself and survive.